Welcome. It's nine minutes after the hour, and it is Gary on Guns. Joe Gilbert is on board this morning from Action Tactical. The website is Action Tac. If you're looking to up your training, uh, whether it's for your business or your home or your just self-preservation, actiontac.com. Yes, give us a buzz. Uh, then we've got Larry Wayland on board. From the Brown Station location. Good morning. You're Gary. supposed to wait till I say from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. You see, it works better that way. <laughs> and Cherie Tolson-Reich, uh, who is a, a great supporter of the Second Amendment, an advocate for smaller government and... Uh, Lower taxes. Yay! 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 <laughs> who doesn't like that? All, right. all of the above. Smaller government, lower taxes, Second Amendment. Mm. And Pat Benatar bumper music. My God, how yeah. good can it get? Uh, so on uh, the Facebook page, Gary on Guns, where, by the way, we have cameras, and instead of just looking at a photograph of the firearms, uh, you'll actually be able to see them uh, in action. Well, not in action. Not in We're action. Not gonna, no, no. Not going to shoot anybody. Yeah, but, see them, but see them <laughs> displayed in live hands. Yes, there we go. Unless you keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, we passed them around. We all got to feel the grips. And... Yeah. Larry is pushing the envelope. Uh, anyway, I get a post on Facebook. I love these guys. They are such clowns. You talk about how the government should just enforce existing unconstitutional laws, but then you claim to be for the Constitution. Since all guns, uh, all gun laws are an infringement, you've accepted a false premise and therefore already lost the argument. So first, on my part, I didn't say that. That was me. Secondly, yeah. I suggested that uh, the problem with those uh, laws, in addition to the fact that they're unconstitutional, is that it leads to stacking. Uh, so I've made my point clear. Uh, I don't think there are any constitutional gun laws, shall not be infringed. But I have to explain this because William thinks somehow uh, I don't understand it, and he's displaying his superiority. And, and it really does, it bothers me when people do that. But, Larry, that wasn't really your point well, either. My, no, my point is that we, we ha a lot of times lawmakers have a scorecard of how many laws they can pass during a session. They rate themselves and they go to their constituents and say, hey, I passed all these laws, I infringed all these rights. Any laws are infringements on on liberty, and I, I am opposed to, to to creating new laws. We have plenty of laws, and if you're serious about enforcing criminal codes and you want to get criminals off the streets, we've got statutes to do that. But we don't have the political will to hold people accountable for their actions. That's what we need to focus on, not taking away liberties from law-abiding citizens by creating new statutes. That's not a benefit to the society. It's a benefit to the lawmakers who can go to their constituents and say, hey, I passed a law. So, yeah, I, I agree. All laws are extra constitutional because it clearly says shall not be infringed. So I will, I'll, I'll give you that one, William. But if you're serious about um, having effects on violent crime, hold violent criminals accountable for their actions don't give them 30 days shock treatment and put them back on the street. If you're serious about stopping criminal actions, stop criminals and incarcerate them. Right. And, uh, and these <clears throat> extra gun laws don't really do anything. No. So, all right, now I'm going to bring this uh, this uh, little 22 uh, up to the camera so that people can see. So, um, it actually would fit in the palm of my hand. I could palm this thing. Very easily. I mean, you could be uh, confused with a charm bracelet on you probably. It's, it it's small. Small. He really, he never stopped. He, what do you mean? He never stops pushing the envelope. You've got yeah. huge charm bracelet. Have you noticed that? <laughs> You've got huge stature. I'm, I, I have I have height envy, and I, I lack that that stature. So I'm I'm in awe of you. Good here. try. What? Good try. Was that was that was that trying to suck up or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So, I didn't say Sasquatch. Failure. <laughs> we didn't say anything about walking a poodle. <laughs> All right, now the so, poodle lovers are going to be hot. So yeah. the, the 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 firearm you have in your hand, hey, microphone's still on. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, is <clears throat> from North American Arms. It is a stainless steel mini revolver. Um, that's a 22 Magnum five shot single action mini revolver. They are um, a lot of fun. It's a great little great little gun to take to the range and shoot. It is so convenient for concealed carry. Now, 22 Magnum is not a my top pick for a go to war battle weapon, but so many times. During the summer, especially, I'm wearing shorts. I, I don't want to be burdened with a holster and a larger firearm, but I don't want to be completely without a firearm. This is a great little option. I know a lot of officers who carry these as backup guns, and it's um, certainly a very reasonable uh, defensive tool for a very specific application. You're not going to take a 60 yard headshot with a 22 you know, with an inch and a half barrel. It just, it's not practical. But <clears throat> to stop. A, a violent attacker who's intent on doing harm to me, man, this this is more than a five shot ice pick. This is this is a, a pretty hot little tool. It's uh, better than throwing pencil erasers, I'll tell you that. Yes. So you actually have to disassemble it and uh, pull the cylinder out. It's pretty easy to do. Yeah. Uh, I actually studied this thing for about five minutes and couldn't figure out how the hell you load it. We're used to double action revolvers where the cylinder swings to the side. Yeah. And North American offers one, they call the Sidewinder, that does that. Um, a little more money. This one sells brand new. The This is the blackened stainless steel. We got these priced at $245. <clears throat> so it's, it's an affordable little handgun. And, you know, it's it's not a handgun, even though it's very small. I get a lot of people that come in, oh, I want to buy a little gun so I can learn on it. I don't really recommend that because yeah. so much of the, the, the training that needs to go into safe firearms handling can be learned better on a much larger gun because it's easier to manipulate. The sights are better. It's better, easier, easier to, to grip. Easier to grip. Yeah. You, so learn your fundamentals on a bigger gun, but then if you want to add a nice little concealed carry piece or buy your boss a great Christmas gift, North American Arms Mini Revolver in 22, 22 Long Rifle, 22 Short, and 22 Magnum. Wow, 22 Magnum, too. Mm -hmm. that, so um, the 22 Magnum is a pretty... Pretty good hit. Yeah, it, it's it's a you know again it, it's not a mainstream defensive caliber, Joe. But you would. What what are your thoughts on twenty two Magnum in in the defensive spectrum? I don't want to be shot by one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and they don't know the bad guy doesn't know what you're shooting them with. I have read a lot of of, of descriptions, uh, you know, the an annotation of of armed encounters, and I have yet never seen where the 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 aggressors scream, what caliber is that? That's right. they, they, they don't ask. They, you know, <laughs> all the data says that it's unpredictable. But the vast majority of people, when they're shot, they turn around and run away. Yeah. Now, depending on how good you shot them and what you shot them with right. determines how far they run away. But we don't care about that. We just want them to run away. Yeah, stop the attack. So, right. Yeah. We stop the threat, and yeah. then there's somebody else's business to, to you know, yeah. handle. All right, you also brought in a Walther PPK. Yes. Uh, stainless steel. Stainless steel. And really a beautiful Beautiful, little, just classic design. Works I mean, well with a vodka martini. Yeah, everybody that sees this just thinks immediately of James Bond. Yep. Um, now, this one's in twenty two long rifle, um, but the Walther PPK, beautiful German engineering. It's been made for... 
gosh, approaching 100 years. Uh, when was PP? When was that introduced, Joe? <laughs> I don't have that old. I don't have the Google in front of me. Ouch. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Sheree. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> yeah, I'm just glad somebody else took the heat that time. <laughs> <laughs> we can give Gary a break. <laughs> I, can, I can take it. Yeah, but um, it, it's a classic design. It's been around. Uh, it was used in World War II and before that. Um, but this one's in 22 Rimfire, Walther Machining, German Engineering. Beautiful little high quality. It's got some good heft to it. Uh-huh. There's one thing I like about it is, um, you know, it, it's got... There should be very it's little... It's made of steel, and I love that. Well, there should be very little kick on this. Yeah, yeah oh. very little. And the trigger pull on this is just terrific. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, a single, uh, double single with, with uh, decocking safety. Um, a, a great little, great little, yeah, great little tool. I, I talked to Walther about this gun a few years ago, <laughs> and mm-hmm. they said that you know, remember Coca Cola when they changed the recipe? Yeah. yeah, they're not doing it with that. Yeah, and yeah. that is the same gun, virtually unchanged. Yep. You know, better metallurgy, but it's the same trigger feel, the same everything. It's 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 an icon. Yep. You brought in two more firearms. We'll talk about those in just a minute. You're listening to Gary on Guns ninety three nine. The Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is 20. Look at them. Let me just knock the microphone. Radio professional there. Yeah. Let me hit they my mic, too. me for years to do this. <laughs> is, that, is that how you do that? You just hit it with something? No, let me show you how. <laughs> let me show you how you hit somebody. <laughs> you want me to smack you, Gary? Would you please? Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to keep you, you on your toes. That's yeah. Straighten up, Larry. I'm going to put you on your back. Uh, anyway, Larry Whalen is uh, on board from uh, Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Cherie Tolson-Rice on board with us this morning. State morning. legislator, Second Amendment supporter, small government supporter, right up my alley. And when I say I'm from the government and I'm here to help, I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it, I have no fear. That's uh, good. Yeah. <laughs> that one time that I've heard it and I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Larry Whalen, uh, Cherie Tolson-Rice, Joe Gilbert is on board, actiontac.com. Uh, if you're looking to up your training, he's the guy to go to. And uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's a group or an individual. You'll you'll do it. And you're uh, really good at it. you got a great background in it. And uh, former military as well. Yeah. We just enjoy helping people. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot involved with having a firearm besides just having the firearm. And we want everybody, you know, so if a husband has a gun, then the whole family has responsibilities with that. What You know, what's the wife do when you call and say, honey, I had to shoot somebody? Does she scream and jump up and down and go, oh, my God, you know, what does she do? So, I mean, it's just, it goes on and on and on. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of depth to this, and, and that's what we try to, to do is, is cover it a little deeper than others. So, in the event that you're uh, out in public somewhere, something happens and you need your firearm to defend you, what's the first thing you should do after you've fired uh, your firearm, after you've shot the assailant? Well, don't call your mom. Um, <laughs> but you need to call the police. The first, you know, the first person to the phone is the victim. So all kidding aside, if you um, if you have a gun, you need to have your phone with you, and hopefully you've got cellular service. Uh, but there are some tips and, and things. If you if you don't have cell service and you have to defend yourself, um, plug in the police department in your um, in the GPS on your phone. Attempt to make the calls because now we've got a computer record in your phone that says, "Hey, I'm attempting." So it kind of shows that that you weren't fleeing the scene. Yeah. You know, we even teach people. You know, if you if you can't call the police and you have to leave the scene or if it's not safe, you know, yell somebody call the police because there may be nobody there, but there may be. And if yeah. they hear you running away saying, "Call the police! I'm running to get to the police." You're much better off than you are if you just run away. And they say, yeah, we saw him shoot him and run away. So. Uh, you also gave some, uh, some great tips. One of the things you talked about is how to identify yourself on the phone when you do call the police uh, in the event that you're holding the assailant at bay or whatever. 
Right. Yeah, some of the things that we don't do. Well, two things we don't do. We don't want to include the fact that we're wearing a hat, and we don't want to include the fact that we have glasses on. I mean, you're perspiring, you're hot, you're sweaty, you may take your hat off, something may happen, you knock it, you take your glasses off, and now you sh the police show up and you've got a gun, and you don't match the description that you've just given. So, uh, you know, we teach some things that we're not going to talk about over the air in public. Um, we just had in this last class, one of the guys is a nuclear industry consultant. He said, I've never seen this stuff online. And there's a reason for there's that. There's a reason for that, yeah. 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 I always <laughs> just tell them I'm a dashingly handsome guy, and then they know right away it's me. That's right. <laughs> They'll show up thinking of Larry, and then they see this Gary guy. <laughs> Larry, Gary. <laughs> From eight feet away, it looks like Larry's neck is blowing bubble gum. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't sell. I got the Charlie Brown build, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's too happy to be the bad guy. He's good. <laughs> All right, so... Larry brought in two more firearms. We talked about the first two. This uh, this next one is Taurus, and I got to tell you, I the more I see of these Taurus firearms, the more uh, the more I'm starting to appreciate them. They're really uh, stepping up to the plate. Yeah, They're Taurus making... is has making a good line of guns now. For for a time, Taurus we'd kind of put those on the bottom shelf, and you know, let's look at something else. Taurus has some great guns in their lineup, and this is uh, a product that they released this year. This is their full size Taurus TX22. So it's a, a semi-auto, 22 long rifle pistol with manual safety, adjustable sights, 16-round magazine capacity, which is a lot bigger. Most of the competitors in this price category are running 10-round magazines, um, and Taurus has a reliable 16-round magazine that runs in these guns. So it's a nice, nice plus. Great trigger. Uh, like I say, it does have a manual safety, and this would be a great gun for range use, great gun for practice. It does... Uh, you know, it, it's a great place to start to learn the fundamentals in, in firearms. Uh, I, I know a lot of people that started on a, on a 22 handgun and uh, have been able to, you know, take that to many levels beyond that. This gun is equipped with a, a Picatinny rail uh, below the barrel. So if you wanted to mount a light on it or a laser aiming device, it is amenable to those accessories also. You know, it's a great segue into a serious caliber gun. A lot of yeah. people have the physical strength and the ability to, to shoot a 9mm or, you know, 45, whatever they want, perfectly fine. Yeah. But that noise, getting used to that noise and that mm -hmm. reaction with a 22 really allows them to work on the technique, building the, their skills, and then they can transition to something. So it's inexpensive to shoot, yeah. and it's a great training tool. Uh, Russell's waving at us on Facebook, and we're waving back on the air. Russell. Russell! Yeah! yeah. Hello. Um, all right, so the other thing that I noticed about this is that, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit uh, stiffer than the EZ, but it's pretty easy to chamber it. Yeah, the, uh, the slide um, the slide return spring is very light. Um, it, it even has uh, bulges at the back of the slide, being able to grip it a little easier. Um, so it's easy to articulate, easy to load and unload, which um, in some of the... Um, primary calibers, 9, 40, and 45, sometimes you end up with guns based on their design that have a lot more spring tension in that slide. Takes some practice, some training, some technique to be able to safely load and unload those guns. This one's easier. How much? Uh, this sells brand new at 335. Uh, how do you, you really, 335? Wow. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah, pretty good deal. You know, it's a good deal, and it's a price point that says it's a quality gun. It's not a, yeah. quote, Saturday night special. Yep. Yeah. And it's got a good feel to it. Um, are the back straps interchangeable I, I at all? I don't believe they are. But it feels good in my hand. Yeah. And it really yeah. has a Why would you want to change it, Gary? Come on. Yeah. I wouldn't, but okay. somebody just... your size with tiny... <laughs> <laughs> with tiny... <laughs> tiny little... Tiny, tiny appendages. 
might find this a little hard to grip. No, no, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. dishing it now, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Try to be nice. Your guests, you know. Let me give you that. Hit that microphone again? Oh, no, I took. <laughs> no, now I'm taking the monitors out. <laughs> no. Oh, I love the sights on this. Uh, where do we stand here, Brian? We got about uh, one minute. About a minute and a half. About a minute and a half. That isn't going to be quite enough time to get through all of this. Uh, but tell me what I'm holding here. That is Keltex PMR 30. 30 rounds of 22 Magnum ammo in the magazine. So a very How many rounds? 30. 30. Yeah. That's seriously loaded on Sunday, shoot all week long. That's a gun you couldn't get for a long, yeah, long that time. Yeah, that was really hard to get for a while. But they're look, they're available now. But look at those sights. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, really fiber popped. optic high-vis sights. It's even drilled and tapped, so if you wanted to mount a, um, a red dot sight on top of it, you can. Uh, PMR-30 is very, very lightweight, uh, high capacity, Picatinny rail, um, 30 rounds in the magazine, manual safety. It's got a lot of bang for the buck. And again, I, I'm not one that would guide people away from 22 Magnum as a, as a nightstand gun. You put a TLR on there and a, another handheld flashlight, you've got a good defensive package. Yeah. You know what? And the trigger on this feels really good, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is quick. Did you try it? Yeah, I love that I gun. I mean, that is really, really trick. How much? Um, wow. Got me. All right, we'll find out how much. Okay, yeah. I, we, I'll find out. Larry I'll didn't know I'll why. I'll do some research. Larry didn't know why he was coming At on the today. Brown so. Station location. Yeah. <laughs> With the rifle <laughs> raffle. <laughs> Alex Carry on Guns, 93.9 Evil. Hey, welcome. 35 minutes after the hour, and uh, Cherie Tolson Rice on board. Good morning. My favorite state legislator. Uh, we got Joe Gilbert in from Action Tactical, and it's actiontact.com on the World Wide Web. And then uh, we had no choice. Larry paid to come in. It's the only way he can get people to hang around with him. <laughs> Larry, Whalen, him Larry Whalen is in from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And uh, got a question here. It says, uh, oh, well, before we do that, uh, we were going to talk about this Caltech and the price because you were unaware. Yes, much. the Caltech PMR 30, 30 rounds of 22 Magnum, sells at $399. Um, with the fiber optic sights, manual safety, beautiful lightweight package, two magazines, standard Picatinny rail. That is a rocking little gun for shooting twenty-two yeah, Magnum. Great. 30, 30 rounds. Light, easy to uh, chamber. It's a, it's a terrific little firearm. And that'll be at uh, Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Uh, shortly after 10 a.m. Correct. Uh, are those the only ones of... Uh, we've got dupes of a couple of these. I... Yeah. So just get down there. Come down and see us, yeah. yeah Sell absolutely. you a raffle ticket. They'll go fast. Rifle raffle. Yeah. A uh, question on Facebook from Mike. By the way, if you have a question, feel free. 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. We got the experts in. We'll get you the answers. Could you please touch on delays when a person is trying to buy a firearm? Is the three-day wait still standard operating procedure? I do know of one big box store that will not allow the weapon to be released until the result comes in, which can be up to 30 days. Is that the new normal? Also was told about applying for a unique identification number to help with the FBI, ATF, uh, whomever, uh, to quicken the investigation. Larry? I know the answer, or I could at least know my opinion on the answer. Well, take a stab at All it. All right, so, um, yeah, the uh, if, if a customer doesn't receive a, a proceed at the, the point of sale, uh, you get that delay status. And we see that on 15, maybe 10, 15% of our transactions hit a delay. That triggers um, the, the Brady three-day waiting period. But 
day one doesn't start till tomorrow, so it takes five days for three federal days to lapse. But on that, on that, when that date has has come, when we've gotten to the to the release date at Modern Arms, we're still allowed to, by fa- following all the federal laws, release that firearm in a delay status. So at that point, the customer comes back in, signs the forms. Um, we just mark on the box no resolution from uh, the next background check and re-release that firearm to the to the buyer but many um, large organizations have taken a more conservative approach to that and they want to wait until there is a proactive proceed given to them by the federal government that says complete this transaction and that's a that's a business decision that that some companies have made to uh, not allow the gun out of the store until the government said give them the gun um, but the Brady Law allows a dealer to release that firearm after the, the three-day wait has, has elapsed. Scott says on Facebook, great show. So he sh- uh, clearly he's got good taste. Yeah, he was listening to yeah. me, probably. It, well, if he was, he'd change the channel. Youth season <laughs> is right around the corner. What's a good recommendation for a youth deer rifle? Uh, suggestions? There's um, quite a few products in the marketplace for that. The um, Savage Axis, I know, is available in a youth configuration. Um, and it has uh, one of their packages. They offer uh, a, a stock extension so that later on that youth shooter, as they grow, can transition into a, you know, that, that being a full-size length of pull rifle. That's just the first one that pops in my mind. I'm sure there are others in the marketplace and didn't leave them out on purpose. That's just the, the one that comes to mind. Wouldn't a, an AR be a... And, yeah, an AR, um, you know, an AR in five five six or in three hundred blackout. Um, they come with the six position adjustable stock. That's a great little tool for for a whitetail harvest. I love the three hundred blackout round. Speaking of youth uh, shooting, uh, yeah. So um, I'm a member of Green Valley Rifle and Pistol Club, and they have formed a five hundred one c three for uh, youth uh, shoots uh, shooting sports foundation. Um, so this summer they held their first youth forum and teaching young folks how to handle weapons, uh, guns, and and shoot practice shooting, and so it was a huge success. So uh, we're very enthusiastic about hosting this out at Green Valley. Yeah. So if anybody wants more information, they can go to Green Valley's website. Not only not only was it a huge success. Everyone that I spoke to was so impressed with the kids because they had the great attitude, they were safe, and they had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And that was a free event for all the, all the participants. Yes, it didn't cost they, them a dime. They, yep. they got to shoot sponsors. a variety of firearms yep. as well as have a lunch out of the deal. And I'm pretty sure Green Valley is moving forward with that uh, into 2020. So that'll be good. Yes, we are. And uh, any, any uh, donation to that Youth Sports Foundation is tax deductible. Nice. I love shooting at Green Valley. It's just, it's nice because... Uh, there are so many different ways you can practice. Um, it's just a, it's just a great place to shoot. I'll share you a quick story, Gary. Uh, recently, the Columbia Police Officers Association Foundation had a uh, fundraising shooting match out there. 
So uh, Representative Sarah Walsh and Chuck Basie and I were on a team. Now we're, we're you know, sort of amateurs, but uh, we had Don Waterman, who actually shoots in the Bianchi Cup. So I'm sure we brought his scores down as, as a team. <laughs> but uh, it was a great cause. We had a lot of fun. It was hot that day. and um, But I, I'm just pleased to say I hit the plates and the moving targets and and uh, ended up in the bottom half of the rankings. It was, but that's it was okay. a real, it was it was a real fun. fun event. Yeah, it was. it was a great time. Sold out as it was the year before. Um, and I look forward to hopefully getting registered to shoot it next year. You know, what's great about that uh, foundation is uh, they now provide uh, life insurance policies for every law enforcement officer in Boone County, mm-hmm. not just C- City of Columbia. Wow, through CPOA. Yes. And don't forget, that's um, awesome. A.W. Smith is a huge sponsor of that. So, yes, they are. So when we talked about the generosity of the community um, for, you know, for doing good, um, yeah, he's a he's a huge supporter. Huge supporter, and yeah, he he made that met, met, that match possible for the three years it's run. Right, it, it's going to move on. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, there was a, another story in the news about a uh, a student who had posed um, with uh, I think a sibling with a gun, and the school uh, threw them out of, threw the girl out of school. Um, I, I I don't understand the mentality of this, but apparently if you just if you're a student and you just ha- have a gun in a photograph with you, you become somehow was this was this a for a school project or something like that? No, it was just on a social web page. So everybody that's seen on social media, you know, hitting a crack pipe, are they kicked out also? Uh, no, no, no. They, oh, they, we oh okay. That's, we're not as worried about that. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, that's not a crime. No, no. no that's oh, perfectly okay. Fine. Okay, but but well, owning something that's constitutionally protected. Uh, and having a picture taken with a firearm, that's yeah, like, uh, the hell's kicked, it, kicked out of public school. What the hell's the matter with you? Of course they. Wow. The, the, the Colorado school suspends 17-year-old after she posted a non-threatening gun photo with her older brother. She didn't break the law or threaten anybody, but her school panicked. Uh, this, uh, this mentality that they're presenting in schools, do you think they're purposely doing this it has to be so that kids will always be afraid of guns well it's that and discourage anybody they, they're going to totally eliminate guns from our culture that's what they're trying that's the goal yeah and so by making everyone a pariah that has has a gun or comes near a gun um no one's going to no one's going to admit that they have a gun otherwise nobody wants to be seen with one yeah otherwise you get punished just for owning one uh let me go to the phones here steve welcome glad to have you on gary on guns how are you this morning Fine, thank you. Yes, sir. I had a question related to ammunition for, like, the PMR-30 and that little NAA pistol. Actually, it's three questions. One is, what would be a good self-defense round for that? The second one is, what's a good just general plinking round? And then, how does the twenty two mag compare to the 5.7? Three really good questions. What I use in my 22 Magnum uh, North American Arms mini revolver is the Hornaday Critical Defense short barrel 22 Magnum ammo. They're, 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 they've cooked up a load that's, gonna, that's designed to perform well out of that short barrel. Um, question two, just plinking rounds. I've run everything that's 22 Magnum through my, uh, through my PMR. Um, I haven't had any real issues with any specific brands. Um, just shop price on that and for ball ammo or for, for training ammo. To me, it's all the same. I haven't really felt any difference and I haven't seen any difference performance in the firearm. 
Um, and the third question was what? The FN 5.7. Oh, the 5.7 versus the uh, 22 Magnum. They are, um, I carry the 5.7 on a daily basis as a sidearm. I used to work for FN, did some rep with them. Um, it's ballistically more significant than 22 Magnum, even though their bullet weights and velocities are similar. The 5.7 projectile is the difference. Uh, it's, it's about 400 feet per second faster out of the same barrel length. But the projectile is 0.83 inches long. Instead of being a 40-grain lead bullet that is ballistically stable, the 5.7 bullet is designed to disrupt in soft tissue. So within about a 2-inch throat of, of gelatin on high-speed video, the bullet doesn't tumble dynamically, but it starts to yaw forward. It doesn't open even though it's a hollow point. It's an aluminum core jacketed bullet, and all the mass is in the tail of the bullet. So as the front slows down, the back overtakes it. It travels sideways for 9 to 11 inches and comes to rest, typically pointing back at the entry wound. Um, when I was working for FN at the time, U.S. law enforcement hadn't had any suspects survive a center mass hit with a 5.7 round. But more importantly, they hadn't had any of those rounds exit the suspect's body. So it is much less likely to have a pass-through shot with a 5.7 than you will with a 22 Magnum. That was a long answer, but hopefully that Boy. helps. Are you still awake? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Let me go back to the first question. Yeah. Would the round with the twenty-two part of a or a critical or defense? That, mm -hmm. Would that also be good for the PMR thirty for self-defense? Yes, absolutely. Cycles cycles like a sewing machine through there. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. You are welcome. Very much. And, and you know, I got to. Uh, I love that uh, uh, Rock Island 1911 that I've got. Yeah, 22 uh, TCM. That 22 TCM. That thing does some. I mean, that actually will penetrate a level three vest. Um, it's it's got some of the same characteristics yeah. as as the. Uh, yeah, velocity is 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 a winner. And, um, yeah, it's, and, and, that pointy and, little end and that velocity. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you, Joe, you watch me uh, shoot that. Yeah. Uh, Things like a cannon, it's so loud. Yeah. But there's no recoil, it's deceptive, it's just like launches. Yeah, and it's huge flame, it, yeah. it's like somebody's fired a cannon, uh, but it's real easy to get back on target. Uh, and then uh, the advantage of that Rock Island is, I can change the barrel out and uh, turn it into a 9mm. Yeah, shoot less expensive 9mm ammo for practice. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's kind of a neat gun. All right, uh, we've got more, much more coming up. You're listening to Gary on Guns. 93.9 Eagle. Hey, welcome. It is 53 minutes after the hour. Cherie Tolson Rice on board. Uh, Tuesday, November 12th, fundraiser. It's going to be uh, in Hallsville, and it is going to be at the Hallsville Community Center. And uh, you're having a raffle. Uh, suggested uh, donation is $25. Children get in free. Uh, and uh, if I win that raffle, what do I win? Uh, CMMG has uh, given a AR. We're not sure what kind of AR we're going to get yet, but we'll just take whatever they give us. It'd probably be a 15. Yeah. Probably a really nice one. Of those, that's yeah. what the gun guys yeah. would One of those say. evil ones. Evil, yeah. evil, yeah. evil yeah. guns. Yeah. No, that's a great fundraiser and a, a chance to win a, a wonderful gun and support your uh, re-election campaign. And, and, uh, and uh, pie and uh, silver coin auction, too. Ooh, cool. And good food, pulled pork. Ooh. I see the pie thing. I've been doing the Atkins thing, and that's and I've been, I've been losing weight. And so I went and uh, emceed this, uh, the event for the pachyderms. Um, and then they started auctioning off these pies. Goodness. They're so good. I, I, who, 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 was the, who made, made those pies? Um, they all seem to be from one place. I don't know I where it was. I can't remember if it was the rolling pin out of Glasgow or Peggy Jeans. Or Peggy where. Jeans. 
But at Those the pies. Coyote Hill, I won a Peggy Jean um, chocolate chip pecan pie. It oh, my God. So good. I'm just getting, I'm putting on weight just thinking about this. <laughs> but these pies, that, and they're parading them past me uh, uh, up on the stage. And I'm getting more and more desperate. Finally, I asked the auctioneer, I said, uh, do they take credit cards? <laughs> <laughs> we know where to find you, Gary. We can come. I was saved because I didn't have any cash. But those uh, those pies were just Oh, they were so tasty looking. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so this will be, again, uh, November 12th. The uh, doors open at 530, uh, eat at 6, have a great time uh, and support a Second Amendment supporter in the state legislature. Can't go wrong with that. Also, uh, Joe Gilbert is on board from Action Tactical. The website is actiontac.com. And uh, Joe's got an extensive uh, firearms background. He was in the military. Uh, he's uh, trained with some of the best, and uh, he is uh, kind of the go-to guy. I'm here to share such a good guy yeah uh, and then from the sublime to the ridiculous larry wayland is also with us from modern arms at the brown station location yeah thanks gary and uh he has uh, brought in several firearms here today he was kind of on a 22 kick yeah it's rimfire rimfire saturday and that doesn't rhyme no it doesn't i'll work on that <laughs> <laughs> rimfire reveal and uh, <laughs> just alliteration that's all i need and you've got a a raffle going we on. do have a rifle raffle we're raising money for the central missouri food bank or the food bank of central and northeast missouri um we're giving away a beautiful lwrc ar-15 fully equipped with a loophole red dot sight a soft carry case and uh four 30 round p mags it's um all the money goes to the food bank we're selling tickets for twenty dollars Great way to make a donation to the food bank and have a chance to win this. We're only selling 600 tickets. We're drawing it on December the 7th. Gary, we're going to have you draw it, um, and, and not next time, but the, in December when we're on the radio with you. And uh, for people that are willing to make a $100 donation to the food bank, we're getting you eight entries into uh, this raffle. So you know, great, great way to support wow. the food bank and uh, a chance to win a really high-class AR-15. And it's fascinating how they can turn 20 bucks. Into oh food. My gosh! I mean, I, I can't remember the, uh, but I think uh, twenty dollars turns into hundreds of dollars worth of food. Yeah, they. I don't know how they do it, there. but they do it. And again, the money. all private sector. Yay! The way charity should be done. And it's and it's all for people here in Central Missouri. Yep. So it is a great uh, it's a great thing to support. Um, Robert Francis O'Rourke. Oh, Robert. It's going to take your gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the gun manufacturers are going to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, right? I was going to get to this. <laughs> Unbelievable. Assault weapons, as he calls them, um, require gun owners to hand them over in exchange for some cash. In a new interview with CBS News, he says his compensated confiscation plan wouldn't require any new taxes because they just confiscate the cash to pay for the program from gun manufacturers. <laughs> I mean, you wonder... This guy wants, this been as a while or what? <laughs> this guy wants to be president of the United uh, States, and I wonder if he is even in contact with Earth. No, the scary part is how many people support him. You know, we've just... We've gotten to that point. Yeah. Well, it's good that he's in Texas because he'll need Houston, uh, the NASA station, to, to, to talk to him. Because <laughs> uh, th this guy is in a—he's on a different planet. The gun manufacturers are just going to say, "Well, here, take this money and and buy these guns back." And but I want to know in his—you know—and I'm sure he can't answer this. You know, you can buy a, a pretty inexpensive AR-15, or you can—you know—spend a couple of grand on them. Yeah. Is he going to give them back money based on what they paid for the guns? 
Oh, well, don't worry about that, Gary. It's just a feel-good movement. We're going to get these guns off the streets and make America safe. And any idea how many jobs would be lost if he confiscated that kind of money <laughs> from the gun manufacturers? <laughs> oh, man. He's, uh, it's it, Again, it, it's feel-good, and uh, the anti-gunners like hearing him say this stuff. It's not going to happen. Uh, registration, confiscation, it's not going to happen. We're not going to allow it to happen. What's, I agree, Larry, 100%. What surprises me is that he's actually running on this as though he thinks that's going to gain traction. Have, have you seen that he was finally challenged on a, on a CNN interview? They finally challenged him and said, well, how, how are people, how, is, how are you going to enforce it? He's like, well, you know, we, we, we know the Americans are going to comply with the law. But the, the <laughs> sure. CNN, CNN with, with, I don't think that the anti-gun left is, is happy that he said it out loud. They're trying to eat him also. Because to have an unfavorable interview on CNN for somebody who's anti-gun, that's almost unheard of. But they're they're starting to eat their own because he said out loud what the plan is, and you know they want to do it more, a little more incremental, a little slower, turn the heat up a little, little slower. Don't want these frogs to jump out of the pot. Man, you start talking about registration confiscation, frogs are going to jump out of the pot, and they're not mm. going to be happy. Well, uh, that's that's uh, that's not going to play well here in uh, Boone County. I don't want to turn this into the Monday through Friday show, but I do have a theory about uh, the leading contenders uh, with regard to, say, Squall Warren or... Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? She's, she's, I still laugh on it. Cherokee, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, Cherokee. Uh, or even Bernie Sanders. The Democratic, the mainstream Democratic Party is upset with them, and I'll tell you that my theory is they're upset because they're so honest. Yeah, uh, the, uh, I think everybody in the mainstream yeah. Democratic yeah. Party wants to go where they want to go, but they just have enough sense to poison you a little bit at a time, mm -hmm. and and uh, and that's why they're so afraid uh, that uh, Squaw Warren might win, or Liawatha as they call her. Anyway, Sheree Tolson-Rice, thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Joe Gilbert, ActionTac.com, thank you for being on board. Yes, sir. And Larry. Larry. <laughs> the Brown Station from location. From Monarch. The Brown Station location. My <laughs> microphone was on the whole time. That is awesome. Thanks, Gary. Whatever it is in life that you want, go and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I'm coming home.